Uh, I know you guys were forced into some different situations last week with guys not being available. Obviously, Keon not being able to return punts. Uh, were you guys encouraging Jakai to be cautious, or does he need? On some of those, could he have come up and, and maybe helped prevent some of the yardage? Um, you know, I, I think well, for one, uh, going into it, I thought Jakai had a really good week of practice heading into it. Um, you know, we always have a depth that we're going to set our punt returners at. Uh, we went going into last week. Um, we're going to set him 42 yards deep, and that's just based off of off of what the the punter had done throughout the course of the season. And um, you know, the first couple were hit significantly short of that 42-yard mark. And the one thing we did discuss with him was, if you're not comfortable, don't go get it. Um, you know, you don't, that was not the time, place, or situation that you had to do anything heroic. Um, you know, so I so I understood the judgment on on some of them. Um, you know, and and it's one of those things that the more he more opportunities he has, the the probably the more confident he's going to be in those situations. Um, you know, it's hard to get your first uh, game reps in that situation, uh, being back there as a punt returner. But you know, I thought he did a pretty good job. Um, you know, I, I thought he handled the situation uh, with poise, and and he'll be better as he gets more experience going forward. Coach Norvell earlier brought up a few of the true freshmen who were helping out on kickoff coverage. I guess what have you seen from them, um, how they impacted the, the unit positively? Well, you know, as you get in, you know, and I, and I think I said this uh, early in the year, once you get kind of into the year and you get into your depth a little bit, um, it's really important that when you have a talented group of freshmen like we do that, that you really work to develop them and they start playing roles, especially on special teams. Um, you know, there, there was, um, you know, uh, I think I'm assuming that the play coach was referencing was kickoff coverage, uh, and so that was uh, Donnie, that was Blake, that was uh, Justin Cryer, you know, all kind of next to each other, the the four, five, and, and six, and uh, they just did a great job going down and covering. Fundamentally, I think they really started to to gain a, a great understanding of what we're asking them to do. Um, we've been fortunate to be able to play them in the same spots, essentially executing the same the same uh, responsibilities for several weeks in a row now. And I think you just see that confidence that they're playing faster. Um, they believe in, in uh, their ability to go do it, and uh, their their athleticism is showing. They're they're really good players. For um, a game without you know you're playing without two of your top receivers who are starters, um, starters and. Um, um, four receivers overall. How big was it for just Alex's game to, you know, pin him deep a couple times, slip the field? How important was he in that game, in, in a closer game on the road? Well, yeah, no, I think, you know, anytime you're you're on the road or um, you're playing a team that, that is, is good defensively, um, you know, you want to try to set up as many uh, good situations for your offense. And the way you do that is by controlling field position. And, uh, you know, I thought um, Alex is, did a good job uh, a couple different times where we had opportunities to put him inside the 20 or in one case inside the 10. We were probably about two or three inches away from having one inside the one. Um, you know, I thought the effort was really good down there, uh, getting down there to cover. Um, but, you know, the field position battle is always going to be a critical part of it, especially when, um, you know, you, you are short a few pieces and you want to be able to put your offense in the best situations that, that uh, you possibly can. You talked about this that one punt. It was a touchback, but I mean, second straight week where he had a punt inside the five that seemed almost, I mean, defy the laws of physics, kind mm -hmm. of. How how do I mean? How do you work with the punter? How do you encourage a punter to work on kind of the intricacies of punting with stuff like that? Is it backspin things like that? And how far has Alex come in his knowledge of that type of stuff? I think Alex has come a really long way in terms of his understanding of of, of ball control and and game situation. Um, I would 
I, I can't stand here and take any credit for any of that, though. I mean, like, that's just something, like, he, he has an innate feel for. Um, it's one of the advantages of having the, the Aussie-style punter um, because of his background playing Australian rules football. Like, his ability to control the ball, um, put a little bit different spin on it. I don't know if you noticed the one that went out of the nine. You know, he kind of – you know, that was on purpose that he kind of hit it, like, so, you know, sideways so it had that spin on it. Um, you know, that, that – that's all him, and that's something stuff that he works on in the off season, stuff that he works on during practice, um, and I trust him to to use his judgment on when the situation applies for him to to go do, um, you know, execute whatever kick he thinks is best, and, and he'll ask, he'll say, hey, coach, you know, we're at the 50, what do you think here? And I'll say, hey, man, um, keep it out of the end zone, inside the 10, wherever you feel best, let's do it, and and he'll go out and he'll do it. They seem to have a pretty electric kick returner. Uh, Miami does. I know he ran one back against A&M. He had a big one the other the other week. Um, again, I, I assume that doesn't change what you guys do. You always want to be good on kick coverage, but a little more focus to detail when it comes to a guy that's proven he can change a game with his speed, and if he gets a crack or two, you might not catch him. Yeah. I don't think as a, as a coach your your attention to detail changes. It shouldn't. Um, and I don't think our players' attention to detail really changes. What they might notice or they will notice and what they will see uh, as we get into the game prep is the, the some of the success they've had on their kickoff return unit. And, so, you know, that's really a challenge. You know, I think our guys are going to take that as a challenge that, um, you know, we, we feel we have a lot of pride and, and think we're pretty good at kickoff cover. Um, obviously, they have a lot of, uh, I'm sure, pride and, and feel like they're pretty good at their kickoff return game and then it's going to be an opportunity to go out there and and go put it on display so I um you know I think our guys will be excited for the challenge but I don't think our attention to detail or um our focus on a particular unit changes from week to week uh because that's part of I think what makes this program successful is that um you know it's always about being your best regardless of situation Coach, on Patrick Payton's two penalties, what did you see from them and what did you tell him after he came back to the sideline? Well, I mean, you know, in both situations were similar. Um, you know, hands got high. And, um, you know, that, that's going to be, a, especially on a quarterback. And, you know, for the, for the one, um, you know, he had the batted ball early in the game. And then uh, the penalty that was on the, when he got, came down the quarterback, just you got to be, you can't follow through. You know, if you're going to go hand up to, to um, Try to get your hands in throw lanes. You just can't come down and through on a quarterback's head. And the one on the tight end is is just some awareness from the standpoint of he was long arm rushing him. Uh, his hand started on the on the jersey and kind of slipped up to the face. And you know when that happens, you just got to be able to replace it back down. Um, you know the, some of those things, the hands to the face and some of that stuff. You know that 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 could happen. You just got to replace your, your hand back down and, and then we just got to be smart on, on our follow through, especially on a quarterback uh, in the pocket. In, in the transfer portal era where you've got players that come in from different schools in different parts of the country, um, does, is there any education about like a rivalry like this or do, you, or do guys just know because it's Florida State Miami? You know, I think it, I think it's probably a combination of both. I mean, I think you bring up an interesting point with a lot of guys who are going to be uh, kind of going through this for the first time. But um, you know, coach, you know, coach addresses it a little bit. Um, that was something you know, obviously on Sunday that that we talked about some. Um, and you know, I think they will get the feel of, of it as we go. We don't spend a whole lot of time kind of 
going through all the history and stuff, but we do have a tremendous amount of respect for the history of this game and what it is. But um, you know, I think I think those guys who are going to be going through it for the first time, they'll feel it for sure on uh, on Saturday night because there is a great feel to this game, and it's one that I'm honored to, to have an opportunity to be part of.